0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Just a, a word on Manchester City, first of all. Uh, five Premier League titles for them in, in 10 years. Having been a, a manager in the Premier League yourself for over five years now, how would you sum up that achievement for them? Great achievement. Congratulations. I texted Pep last night, um, already texted Ilkay, obviously, and. Um, Really well done. Um, very difficult year for the whole world, for all football teams as well. What they achieved so far um, in this year is, is exceptional. Having won the, the titles in the past now in this 10, five in 10 years, I think it's always like this when you when you bring together financial sources and and football knowledge, then you have a good chance to 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 create something special. And that's obviously the case. Um, Syria so yeah, has an incredible squad. And the best manager in the world, so um, that makes it makes it a, a good recipe, I would say. Um, it's always a joy to 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 play against them because it's just a, a massive challenge from a football point of view. Um, they can beat them, but you have to be at your absolute top to do so. And um, we could do that from time to time, but this year. Obviously not, um, and so well-deserved, congratulations. And for you, how big a challenge looking to the United game Do this United side pose? And how much credit does Ole Gunnar Solskjaer deserve for the way that he's <laughs> developed the team that are still quite a young team? Yeah, yeah. So that's a good mix. So age-wise, I would say it's a really good mix. Um, the offensive potential they have, obviously. I'm not sure if you still consider... I don't know exactly how old is Marcus? Rushford, 21, 22, 23. Meanwhile, so it looks quite young, but um, obviously is yes, um, meanwhile very experienced. But yeah, Mason Greenwood, absolutely exceptional offensive talent. One of these English generation of offensive players, which is absolutely incredible. If you count them all, you think oh, who want to leave out? It's a Greenwood, Foden, Mount uh, striker, then Sterling, Sancho. Um, Sterling is not a young one, more, but Sancho and out top of it, it's absolute wild. What a generation. Yeah, and um, of did a really good job, we spoke about that before, um, did a really good job and they play um, some really good stuff and that's why they are in the position they are in. Um, and, as um, I said, they will become pretty sure second. If I'm not sure that's already secured, but um, that was a good season for United, in a, a difficult year, how I mentioned before. Thank you very much, Mandy. We'll go to Vinny for two questions and then we'll go to Ian from BBC Merseyside again, Jurgen. Um, after the after the postponement of the initial game, what concerns do you have over security and, and safety of your players now? No concerns, really. We are absolutely. It's not nothing is in our hand in, in this perspective. So, um, but we trust the authorities. Obviously, um, we were not in, in, in danger last time. Uh, when we were uh, at Manchester. That was not about that. The, 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 the supporters protested against some uh, other stuff. Um, um, and I have no idea um, what will happen tomorrow night, but um, I'm not concerned at the moment. We've also seen, quote from Van Dyke when he said, good to, to not be going to the Euros, but it is the right decision. Just wondered, how did that decision come about? And supplementary to that, are there any concerns about Jordan Henderson from an England perspective as well, and how, how's his recovery from injury going? Now, obviously, Hendo's injury is a completely different um, uh, different thing. Uh, yeah, it, it, Hendo doesn't play in the moment, so that in the end, it must be a decision by and doesn't train. He doesn't train normal, uh, normally with us, and um, so uh, that's a decision at the end between Gareth and and, and Hendo. But I think there's a chance. For sure, um, unfortunately not for us, but for England. Then, with with virtual, it's just a completely that's that's really it's one of the most serious injuries you can get. And um, I don't know exactly how uh, it came up that he has a chance for the Euros because um, the the injury head is a, an average. You know, people say that can can take eleven months. So it happened in October. That would mean September. So we we all hope because it's going really well. It's going really well, and we are all individuals and and react differently in specific moments. And the the plan is for us that he can start the preseason with us. But even that is not 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 sure. So that the Euros were just in the absolutely wrong moment. But the good news for for um, for Holland as well is then that um, when he will be fit, because we will not force it, because we cannot force it, um, he will be then one hundred percent fit. When he's um, when he's coming back, and uh, the next big tournament for Holland is waiting, so uh, they can then qualify for the World Cup in Qatar or wherever it will be, and um, yeah, and then everything will be fine. But we all have to be patient. And for a player, um, of course, he feels that the, the start of rehab in, the, in the, these injuries is really tough. I cannot recommend that. It's really tough. Pain like crazy. All this. Don't sleep. You're, you're worrying. All these kind of things. When you overcame that, then you make steps, of course, because we, have, we do really good stuff with the boys in rehab and medicine, meanwhile, is really um, able to deliver a lot of good things which makes life easier and you make big steps and you get more positive. And in that moment, there's a situation I'd never want to cut the Euros off, but I always knew <laughs> with normal... Measurement with common sense, there's no chance, and now finally it is announced and it takes pressure off of virtual, and uh, which is important. Now you can completely focus on the right things in the right moment, and then hopefully you can start soon with us again. Thank you very much, Vinny. We'll go to Ian Kennedy, give BBC some side, then to Ian Abrams from uh, Talksport, about Ian first, Kennedy. Hi Jürgen, um, three of your uh, remaining league games are away from home. Uh, normally, in a in a normal kind of season, that would be you know a, a difficult end to the season. But but this season, how do you approach that? Is in a way does it help that you're you're away from home in the season that we've had? Thank you. Um, we won the last, did we? The last home game? Yes. Sir. Yeah. So means uh, we. we, we, we <laughs> it was never about Anfield, huh? so we all know how important the atmosphere at Anfield is. But um, yeah, we have. We we are. Um, the next one is United play with the full uh, um, um, playing against United in a full stadium is a tough task. Playing in an empty stadium is a tough task. So pff, I don't see any any kind of advantage or disadvantage for any team. I think United had uh, the best away record. This season, probably. So maybe it's an advantage that we play them at home. Don't know. We'll see that. Um, yeah, West Brom then and Burnley with supporters. So, we'll, we'll, Burnley for us turfmo is always tough to go there as well. So there will be then, I don't know how many people, but if you will be there, they will celebrate a good season. So that's not an advantage. Um, and our home game against Crystal Palace obviously we have then our supporters in so we we are looking forward to that but we have absolutely no we don't think about where we play against who we play yes we think about but not in general we just have to make sure that we um, win the football games because that's the only chance for us Yeah and and you've said uh, after the last few games that all you can do is try and win your games Um, does that in a way at all affect your strategy or tactics going into these these last few games at all or, or do you stay the same I know, really funny i, I know maybe um, you didn't see that but actually our plan was to win all the football games we played this season um, so the, we, don't, we don't change that um, do we have to take more risk in the last few minutes when it's a draw or something like that? it looks like a draw that's possible but not planned in the moment if we have now if it, if it's nil little we bring um, everybody who um, is a striker or used to be a striker or whatever. Um, no, um, it's just the normal way. If you if you play a football game and you think only about attacking, you lost before you before the first whistle. Um, and that's why, especially against United, obviously with the quality they have, and um, so we need to make sure that we are ready, like always. Um, that's the without in the situation we 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 are in. That's why these. I, I'm not sure, but I think we are not that bad in the form table in the moment. So last five games or so, we, we should be quite, should be quite okay. But there were two draws and where we the, where we lost the game pretty much in the last minute, and that felt really harsh. So we, we, you could never get this feeling of kind of um, a winning streak or whatever or not losing or these kind of things because it's so important. And that's the situation. Um, we know that. Um, and the plan is to give it a proper try tomorrow night. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi Jurgen, how are you? You well? Good. Um, it's, you. it's kind of two questions in one, really. First is, as a manager with the likes of Virgil van Dijk and, and Jordan Henderson, do you need to put an arm around them because they're missing a May or, or Virgil will miss a major tournament? Jordan, as you said, may miss the tournament with England. Do you have to put an arm around them to console them because of obviously they're they're huge players. And secondly, after having scored nearly 200 points in the last two seasons, how much catching up do you think your team have to do next year on this Manchester City side from this year? Uh, Do they need an arm around? Yes. Maybe not always literally, but um, of course, um, to, I understand their situation pretty well. Uh, not, I was even, not that I would have been even close to a European Championship as a player, but um, I know what it means if you miss a big personal target. Um, so that's not nice. But um, especially for virtual, I think it was always looming around that it could, that it, that it will be probably the case, or so if not, if no miracles. Happened. Then it was always clear that must be the decision in the end. And Hendo is not out yet, so um, that I have to say, yeah, he's. So look, Hendo didn't train yet with the team, but between the last match day and uh, it will be probably around the last week where he has a chance to train with us. But then he was too long out to play for us. But then he would be completely fit. And what makes it really different to all other English players, probably he would uh, maybe Declan Rice as well. Uh, he would be properly rested. Because the problem, what what all the managers have in a moment, each injury you get now is even is is first uh, and foremost uh, is probably a season ending, even when it's not a, a, a serious injury. Um, but with the tournament coming not too far after it, it could threaten the tournament as well. So, um, or a potential final or whatever is coming up there. So um, that means Hendo... Um, will be then rested and has then a proper pre-season for the euro so I I if everything works to plan um, so um, no he's not he's not out of that um second part the big of the gap, question big gap, to big gap yeah look my, my, my concern this year is not a gap like I don't think we had last year created a pretty big gap between um, us and other teams um, and that yeah that did, we, we always knew that doesn't mean we are now 20-odd points better than other teams. Um, we, we have to win next year football games, and the city is not the only challenge. I think um, Chelsea looks, that I said, when Thomas arrived there, this squad is a present, and together with Thomas, obviously, it works out pretty well. And if you look at the squad, they can make 11 changes, and you think, oops... Um, are, uh, that's a proper team, um, so and they will they will go for it next year definitely. They will not get worse. That's um, that, uh, that's a fact. United it's in a good way, so it's not about who is far away or whatever. Um, so it means just you have to win your own football games, and that's possible. And um, our season was really difficult, but we don't close our eyes um, for the facts. We know five six points for us more. Even in the season with the injuries we had, we should have. We should have in a moment. We know that. That means we don't blame anybody else but ourselves, um, because then we would be closer to the Champions League spots. Then we have four games to go, proper chance, all these kind of things. Now we need help from other teams. Obviously, we have to win our own games, but um, need help as well. Um, That's not the situation you want to be in, but it's the best we could get, and now we deal with that. Last two questions from the open before we go to the hands up for the embargo section. Carl Martin <laughs> followed by Stephen. Hi, Jurgen. Hi, Hi. I'm, I'm the team news guy again. Just wondering if you've got anybody back who was missing of the weekend. Nope. No. No one at all. So that that gives you uh, questions in Central Savannah. Are, are you confident you can go into a game with you know, Reese Williams and, and Nat as centre backs at Old Trafford? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't get a job for you last weekend, so I guess you, you have to put your faith in them at some point and and say they've got to deliver rather than trying to rely on uh, the look, it's, it's all, yeah no, look, it's all about. So, it's 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 uh, your job is really nice and the job of a supporter in this case is really nice. So it's like, uh, you have to have to play and stuff like this. So my job is as well to re- be trained from time to time. And uh, you cannot just put a boy uh, on the pitch I mean, if he's not in the shape for that in that moment. You have to find another solution. You don't line a player up, especially on the young one, and hope that it will work out. By the moment when, when when the boys show up in training, when they have a momentum in training, these kind of things, then it's a good moment for that. and. Um, there's nothing, yeah. And Reese, for example, is now in a really good moment, um, and that helps obviously. And um, for who we will line up, we will see. We have um, this afternoon a session, and what that season, this season taught us, don't make the lineup too early. Or fix the lineup too early in your mind, because there could happen something that you have to change it. Um, and that's uh, how it is. But um, whoever will play tomorrow night, we will try to win the game. And um, we will see how it works out. Fine. Finally, then, Stephen from Associated Press to finish this section. Then we'll go to the hands-up in the embargo uh, section. Hi again. It's just a question about the United team selection yesterday. It didn't really do Liverpool any favors because um, it helped Leicester's cause in a way. So, did you think that was justifiable, or were you a bit, you know, privately slightly annoyed that you know it gave gave Leicester a helping hand compared to Liverpool? No, it was the it was the lineup I expected. I, not exactly the lineup, but I knew that he has to make these changes. They played on Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. So, and I said it five hundred times. That with all the things happened and the protests at at at, um, at, at Manchester um, that caused obviously leader to that situation is to play Sunday Tuesday Thursday is a crime, it is, and if the that's but it's not the, the fault of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and and the players. So if I, I, my question was to myself, would I have done the same? Yes, you have to, you have to. We are late in the season. All the players have a lot of teams. United went um, uh, to the European League final. That mean, means an awful lot of games, and now you get Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. That's not possible. But the weekend after is, is a weekend off for United, so they're playing Thursday, and then the weekend after, the, and now. So I'm not the guy who's making doing the schedule, so and the fixture list, but. In my understanding, when we thought about where, how could it work out on the day um, when, we, when the game got cancelled, we drove home in the bus, and we made already the fixes. there was no Tuesday-Thursday game in and we all would have played all the games. You would have, have removed one West Brom game, um, but that didn't happen. The explanation for that was from the Premier League. Um, nobody should suffer, no other team should suffer because of the things that happened at Manchester. So let me say that, that didn't work out pretty well. Uh, so, um, obviously, nobody else, but a little bit West Ham, a little bit Liverpool. But if we don't go to the Champions League, if you don't qualify for the Champions League, it's not the fault of um Ole Gunnar because team selection, or the Premier League, it's our fault. But in this specific case, I think you could have done differently, definitely. But we are get, you get more and more used to that things barely go into your... Favour or direction. It's just we just accept it. That's how it is. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.